going on, guys? Mike Gaston here, and you are listening to The Currency Welcome. Uh, it's October 8th, it's Saturday afternoon, a little cloudy here in Charleston, South Carolina, but beautiful. I got to tell you, uh, low 80s, not too shabby for early October. Had the motorcycle out for a few minutes, running a few errands today, and uh, got to tell you, in shirt sleeves, kind of nice. Welcome, glad to have you guys along. It is episode number 123 of the podcast, 123, and uh, a few days late on this one. And I've got a reason. I, I'm, I, I got a reason. I feel like I have a note from the teacher as to why I'm a little bit behind here. I want to share with you a project that I've launched this week. Now, this ties to actually the last episode. The last episode, I was like, you know, what do we do? I think the title of that episode was, Now What Do We Do? And the whole premise of that episode was, you know, really me trying to work out a question that I have been wrestling with for what feels like years, what feels like years. And essentially the question is, given the world that we're in right now and the state of the world that we're in right now, meaning this ever encroaching darkness, this, this upsurge of evil, this wickedness where our society doesn't seem to think twice about, about perversely sexualizing five-year-olds, where we are facing potential nuclear war with Russia and not just a little bit of noise here and there, but like like it's looking bad. And while it's looking bad, there seems to be a senile, drunk, corrupt old man at the helm whose you know, latest gaffe on the hot mic is nobody Fs with a Biden. Meanwhile, bicycles and stairwells the world over are laughing because they know they F with a Biden all the time. We're just in this, we're just in this really I hate to say scary because I'm, I'm not one to be a victim. I'm not one of these like, I'm scared. Oh, I'm scared. I've, I've just never had that attitude. I have felt fear in my life. Don't get me wrong. I've been, I've been fearful. I've been terrified at in moments of my life with certain circumstances. But, but I'm not one to walk through life going, oh, it's getting scary out there. And I feel, you know, vulnerable. I tend to be more of a fighter. It's like I get angry. I want to lash out. I want to fight. But we're in this world, it's getting a little scary because it's, it's, it's like insanity has taken over. The people that we've looked to, the elites, an elite has taken on a whole different um, connotation these days. But the elites, the quote unquote, the adults in the room, you know, yes, uh, thank God the Democrats have won. We're the adults in the room. We're, we'll, we'll take it from here. Thank you. Uh, the adults in the room, the politicians, the leaders and all this, they're the ones that were guiding us forward. Don't worry. We won't let everything go out off the rails. We'll keep everything going real nice. We'll keep you safe. We'll keep you, you know, plush and, and, and entertained and all this kind of stuff. Well, these, they, they have given themselves over there so craven and hollowed out morally. They've just given themselves, themselves over to just insanity, to lies, to deception, to delusions. And so we're walking through this world that is very real. This world is, it couldn't get more real. And, and darkness and evil and violence and mayhem are just like, just like chomping at the bit. 
And the people who are responsible for helping guide us and make sure that, that we don't devolve into chaos, into darkness, uh, into suffering, they just seem oblivious. They don't seem to understand how the world works. They just, they think like they can just decide how it works and tell us to shut up. They, you know, just shut up. We've made the decision. It's almost like they think they're God. Oh, how strange. A politician that almost thinks they're God. (laughs) They think they could just dictate how things are. And that reality is just going to get in line. You know, that the, the, the dark demons of human nature aren't going to somehow be unleashed on this world uh, if they don't get their heads out of their keisters. So the whole premise, uh, hey, welcome to the podcast. Hope you're having a great time. The whole premise of that, what now what do we do is me asking the question, the question that I've been wrestling with for years, which is given that we're in this world that is just really at a crossroads, at the brink, you, you know, use whatever metaphor and analogy you want to use for a world that's about to just um, seemingly go nuts. And then I, I juxtaposed against my life, you know, in our lives, we live these mundane lives and, and, and being mundane is normal. That's, that's not, I don't mean that in a pejorative sense, like, look at you, look at me with our stupid mundane lives. Like that's what life is. You, you change diapers, you take the trash out, you, you work this hour and that hour, day in and day out, you get a paycheck, you pay the bills, your groceries, you save your money, you take little vacations, you mow your lawn, you chat with your neighbor, like, you, you know, you have a dinner, you have some friends and family come over, like you have, you, this is, this is just kind of the liturgy of life. You go through these things day in and day out. It's a little mundane, but in the end, you know, you've built something that has meaning and it's special and it might be small and it might be insignificant in the grander scheme of things, but it's your life. You used to be able to, you know, for many generations go through that. Now, other generations in the past have had to deal with horrors and evil and, and darkness and have had to fight it back. But I feel like we've had this kind of, if I use a Tolkien, um, J.R.R. Tolkien um, metaphor, like we've had this shire experience. We've been able to live these very comfortable, very safe lives and, um, and they're pleasant and they've been pleasant. And all of a sudden, the darkness of Mordor has, uh, uh, you know, overcome us and the shires become poisoned and we're all kind of sitting here. So my question in that podcast wasn't like, oh, no, I'm overwhelmed. What do I do? It's how do I bring into integrity the life that I'm living and the reality of the world that I'm living it in? You know, I could just go on and, and try to ignore everything. I could just sit there and try to, you know, stay focused. And, you know, golly, Lydia and I, we were doing really well. I landed another client where, you know, we got everything cleaned up and paid off. We bought a boat, you know, we're doing all these, we're just living the best life we possibly can, our best life. <laughs> but that seems immoral to me on a certain level. And I, I have no problem with enjoying a boat. And we live in Charleston. And if the opportunity presents itself, it's not a high priority, but the opportunity presents itself, I'm going to get a boat at some point. There's so much water here and so much to do on the water, et cetera. It just would be nice to do. It's not high in the list, but at some point that could happen. But to live a life centered around those things seems immoral to me. I guess maybe it would have been fine in earlier times when things were a little simpler. And this is, I don't mean to sound nostalgic, like, woe is us, you know, things are so tough now, but things are so tough now. And 
I want to make sure that the work that I do in this last stretch, you know, I keep talking about my age, uh, but in this last stretch, I want to make sure the work I do is the right work. It's good work. It's necessary work. And then it honors and elevates the truth that it honors God. It elevates uh, the reality of, of him on his throne and his kingdom. And so I'm very grateful for the work I do now. The consulting work is fantastic. I work, my clients are such great people. The work is, is really engaging. It's, it's, it's challenging in a healthy way. I feel like I get to really dig in. I get to grow. I feel like what I'm doing means something for them. It makes a difference. It, it really helps us take care of our material needs. And so it's good. Like it's just very satisfying, good work. And quite frankly, I could just do that until I'm ready to retire and it, it wouldn't be a bad gig. But when I look around me, I know that I'm capable of bringing more to the table uh, in response to the world that I'm in. And so the last episode was really this question, like, what do you do? What, and, you know, I was asking for me, but what do we do when we have these mundane lives that people have, but we're living in a world that needs to be addressed it needs to, this world needs to be confronted with the truth. This world needs salvation from itself, from the darkness that's, that's just, we're just teetering, you know, on the edge here. And I don't, I don't, I, I hate to say this kind of stuff because I, what I don't want to do is you listen and just feel depressed, like, ugh. You know, Mike, I, I, I feel like heavier now than I did when I like started to listen and things were already bad enough. I don't need you like making me feel worse. And, and I know my, you guys in my audience, you guys are awesome. Like you guys aren't weak. You're not over here going, oh, I, I, I only want positivity and encouragement from you. <laughs> you know, Mike, I come to you because you're so sunshiny and now you're so dark and gloomy. <laughs> no one ever accused me of being sunshiny. Uh, that has yet to happen. But I love you guys. You guys are strong people. You want the truth. You're hungry for it. And, and I know you can handle it. But I, at the same time, I want... I want to strengthen you. I want to encourage you. Uh, I want to challenge you. I, I, and I want to do these things for myself. I mean, the podcast is great because it allows me to share my heart in many ways. And even though it's kind of a one-way channel, meaning, you know, I'm just talking and, and you're listening wherever you are, it does help us build a kind of relationship. There's a connection that happens. And you guys are wonderful because you often will get in touch with me, which I love. I, I can't tell you how much the notes, the emails and so on from listeners means to me because I want that connection too. I want to have a relationship with my audience. And so it's a blessing for me to be able to get behind this mic or in front of the mic, whatever it is, and, and talk about whatever the given topic is. And it's, and, and I'm hoping, I mean, enough of you listen. So I think it is, it's good for you to listen. You're getting something from that, but it, it goes to a whole nother special level when people reach out and it doesn't always have to be good. I mean, it often is good. I mean, you know, if somebody has a problem, I don't mind. Like, let me know. You're like, hey, I think you're full of crap. Yeah, well, you wouldn't be the first person. Um, <laughs> but, but I don't, you know, I don't mind hearing it. In fact, I kind of welcome it. I welcome the feedback, positive or negative, because there's a communal aspect. There's a relational aspect to this podcast, which is really cool. So I'm grateful for that. But 
I was tr- in the last episode trying to get at like, how do I respond to the world around me? You know, you could just ignore it and try to do your own thing. You could try to redeem the world. Yeah, you know, I shared uh, Aaron Wren and he had this kind of framework that he had shared in a podcast or no, I think it was a blog post. Um, I think there were three or five responses. I'm just going to shoot from the hip. I don't remember them exactly, but I think the first one was you could try to redeem it. You know, one response to this world is to go out there and try to redeem it. We're going to save it. We're going to fix it. It's not too late. You know, let's fight the political fight. Let's fight the social fight. Let's, let's get, you know, people's minds in the right way and so on. Uh, One of the options was to just kind of live your life uh, pretend it's not all happening. Another option um, was to be very cynical and just say, you know what, this thing's going over, the, it's tanking, there's nothing anybody can do about it. And so I'm just going to get, I'm just going to take as much from it as I can. It's not so much you're trying to just live your life in a bubble. There's, there is that element of like, let's just ignore it and pretend it's not happening and keep living our suburban, shiny, happy people life. Um, but then there's this more cynical I'm just going to get for me. And that, that tends to be the, like the, the, the men going their own way, MGTOW movement, where it's like women are horrible, uh, don't have relationships with them, just, just sleep with as many as you can, use them and toss them to the side. It's a very, it's a very cynical, harsh, like I've been hurt too much, there's no hope, people aren't good, and so I might as well become not good also because being good isn't helping me, which is a lie, but that's one, another option. And then the last one that I think he shared was this idea of um, kind of building an arc uh, or, or more like um, Rod Dreher's The Benedictine Option, Benedictine, Benedict Option, Benedict Option, which is this form these communities to insulate yourself against the coming darkness uh, and I think the idea behind that isn't a, isn't supposed to be selfish, but like, look, the darkness is coming and it's big. There's not much you can do about it. Form these little groups, learn to love one another, learn to care for one another, to, learn to trust each other. And in the secret, you can share the truth, you can commune and so on and support each other through this darkness so that there can be light. You're essentially like taking this flame and you're trying to protect it and care for one another so that when you come through the other side of this thing, as will happen at some point, you've kept the flame alive, you kept the faith alive, and you can kind of then go out and, and reestablish society and, uh, and goodness and culture. So those were the options. And I was like, oh, what do you do? What do you do? And uh, so that, that was episode 122. So here we are on 123. I'm a few days behind because I launched a project. And, and I feel funny because I am so excited about this project that I launched. And at the same time, it is such an insignificant, almost silly thing. And there's this weird experience that I'm having where it's like, I've launched this thing and I think this is the answer. Not meaning like, oh, I'm going to change the world, but I feel like this is the step that I needed to take. This is my response. Now, I think my response, and I'll share what it is in a second. I think my response will grow over time, but like this is the beginning. In fact, I'm reminded of the, um, there's a Bible verse uh, to, let me, I'm just going to look it up. So there's a Bible verse um, in the Old Testament at Zechariah 4.10. And um, it is, 
Do not despise these small beginnings, for the Lord rejoices to see the work begin, to see the plumb line in Zerubbabel's hand. Now, that's also, um, you know, this is Zechariah's one of the prophets, but there's, uh, I think the King James Version is, do not despise the day of small beginnings. So I have this kind of refrain echoing through my head, which is, don't despise the day of small beginnings. This thing that I've launched this week, it's a small thing. Uh, it's called Broadside. I'll tell you what it is. It's, it's an email newsletter. <laughs> so, and so that's just so funny to me because it's like, I'm talking about like the horrors of humanity being unleashed upon the world and I'm wrestling. What do I do about it? And it's like, guess what, guys? I'm happy to announce my paid email newsletter. <laughs> It's like, what? It's like the world's on fire and Mike's showing up with the squirt gun. That's what it kind of seems like. But but I think it's not that. And that's why this despise not the day of small beginnings as Zechariah 4.10 has been going through my mind and why I'm so excited about this. Because one of my challenges has been, how do I bring everything I'm doing together? You know, all my projects, the podcast is different than the, the the podcast focus is different than the YouTube channel's focus, which is different than my consulting practices focus, which is different than my email, my free email list focus. It's like everything I'm doing is just kind of spread. And each one is different enough that they're kind of independent. They're all Mike, so they've all got a piece of me in them, but they're all different. You know, my my Consulting clients, God bless them. They're they're not asking me to show up and 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 address, um, you, you know, the assault on on innocent children and their sexuality by by big pharma and the transgender uh, coalition. They're not asking for that. And 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 I could understand why not. I mean, if you're some manufacturer in Ohio, why would you care about that? I mean, I know you would care as people, but like. We're not paying this guy uh, 50 grand uh, when we're trying to drive revenue and, f- and develop strategies and so on to, to lecture us about, um, you know, the importance of a society protecting the innocence of its children. Yeah, OK, fair enough. <laughs> At the same time, I'm doing YouTube stuff and I might talk a little bit about, you know, different um, philosophical razors, handline, you know, like uh, uh, sign up. I'll, I'll do a video on um on uh, Hanlon's razor or something is like, well, what is that? I'll give you the history of it. Or I'm talking about lately, you know, Burger King and their rebrand and their, and their reinvestment into their, you know, like I'm commentating on branding stuff. It's like, okay, I guess. And then over here on the podcast, I'm ranting and raving about whatever. Did you see what the, you know, politicians did this time? And it's just all over the place. So to come and say, I'm going to do an email newsletter, it may seem like a squirt gun trying to put out a forest fire. But the thing about this is I think the email newsletter, especially making it paid, uh, kind of sets a platform that becomes the focal point of my work. What I'm doing with this, it's called Broadside, and the, the and it's going to be coming out once a week. It's $10 a month to subscribe. I'll put a link to Broadside, the, the kind of the, the you know sign-up page. It's like a sales page. It tells you a little bit about it, and you can sign up there. I'll put a link to it in the show notes. But for those of you that, that just want to try to scribble it down, it's just MikeGaston.com forward slash get broadside. Just MikeGaston.com forward slash get broadside. 
And that'll describe, you know, in 400 words what it is, and there'll be a link at the bottom. Would love for you, would love for you guys to sign up, by the way. I mean, it's, I'm, and it launches on November 1st. So if you sign up now, you won't be charged right away. Come November 1st, you know, you get dinged for your first month, 10 bucks, and it'll just renew. It's monthly. But the reason this is good is that it pulls together. It gives me a platform to really start addressing these kinds of things. Now, the, the newsletter itself is not going to just be political or just be about, um, you know, social issues or just it's going to it's going to address all the things that I try to address, but take them much deeper. It's it's where I'm going to do my best thinking. Broadside is going to be where I share my best thinking. And then what this allows me to do is it allows me to begin to develop a revenue stream Every time someone subscribes, it, it allows me to focus that much more on this kind of work. And so Broadside will become the focal point. Out of the work that I do for Broadside, it will inform my YouTube videos. It will inform the podcast. And over time, if Broadside grows enough, and, and I'm saying over time, it's not going to replace my consulting work anytime soon. But as time goes on, years down the road... I believe I'll see myself in a position where I can focus solely on the thinking and the communicating piece of what I do and dial the consulting piece way back. I mean, big challenge right now is I'm just spread so thinly. Finding the time to do any one thing and do it well is challenging. And I have to prioritize my consulting work. I've made big commitments. People have committed back to me in big ways. Uh, financially for that work, and they're they're depending on me, and and I have to prioritize that. So often, a lot of the thinking work, the research work, and then the communicating things like the podcast and YouTube, they're always, you know, secondary, tertiary, and so on. So the more the broadside grows, the more successful that becomes, the freer I become to do more of that work. So it's kind of like a virtuous uh, circle or cycle, if you will. So I'm really excited about it because this is the kind of stepping out. I'm making a commitment and I launched it. I've got people already signed up. We're going to, you know, I've already got a, uh, some of my drafts written, ready to go. November 1st, would, you know, come out every Tuesday. November 1st is going to be the first Tuesday that we'll launch Broadside. And it'll just be weekly. And uh, I'm excited about that because I can start addressing a little bit more deeply the issues uh, that we're facing today. And my, my hope with the, the piece, I'm sharing with you why I'm excited about it. My hope for my audience is that Broadside will be a place that I can provide people with deeper insights and help them understand, you know, what is this world that I'm in? What should I make of it? How should I see it? How should I understand it? And help give both the individuals reading Broadside um, a sense of meaning for themselves and a sense of what, how can I order my life? How can I navigate this world that I find myself in? I've been wanting to get at this for so long and this formalizes it. So I'm pretty excited. Now, value proposition and market wise and all that, I don't know. I mean, people might go, Mike, that just doesn't sound interesting to me. If you're going to do an email newsletter on how to do strategy, I'd be all in. If you're going to do an email letter on on marketing stuff, I'd be all in. But this kind of like social commentary and deeper thinky guy stuff, I don't know. Hey, look, I get it. It's not going to be for everybody. And quite frankly, having just uh, getting, uh, having just launched it and, and just getting it started, it may take time for me to get my stride. I have to find my voice. I have to 
you know, after doing it over and over again, you start to get a rhythm, you start to understand what it is you're even trying to say and how to best say it. So it might take some time. I like to believe I'll just crush it right out of the park because, you know, wow, what a amazing guy I am. <laughs> but the truth of the matter is, um, and I had a good buddy, Roman, say this to me, and God love you, Roman. I really appreciate what you said. He said, Mike, and I'm going to paraphrase, I really like what you do because, you know, he was saying for himself, uh, he really wants things to be just perfect, you know, so you, he tries to get it to a point where it's really perfect and then put it out there. And he said, I respect you because you're willing to just throw yourself out there and maybe what you put out at first isn't that great. But the more you do it, the better and better it gets. The next thing you know, you've got something that's really special. And I that 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 meant a lot to me because that was hard to do. It's hard to put yourself out there, especially when you think I'm not ready yet. But um, I'm ready for broadside. Now, I think it'll take time, you know, for it to kind of emerge into what it needs to be. But I think it's going to be good right out of the gate. And for 10 bucks a month, I mean, come on. It's uh, you spend more on, on, on your on your mocha frappa latte uh, every week, probably, than you would on a month for this newsletter. And I'm not trying to pitch you hard on it, but I would love for you guys to check it out. I'd be honored if you signed up and if you became part of this. I just think this is good. So I'm excited because this becomes the place where I can pull my work together. And like this podcast, it's not when I say that it'll inform the podcast. It may be that I'm exploring a topic that will eventually become a broadside uh, issue or episode, we'll call it, here on the podcast. So there might just be something that's on my radar and then I'll jump on the mic and just talk about it. That's an opportunity for me to start working out some of my ideas on it. I may end up doing some more reading and research on the back end of that podcast. And then maybe a month or two down the road, there'll be a broadside episode or a series of episodes that really goes deep with that thing. So I don't think they have to be limited to each other. It doesn't mean that everything I do with broadside has to show up on the podcast and has to show up on the YouTube channel. But I think it provides a way for me to focus my attention and focus my work and allow that to inform my other work. And I do think, you know, from a consulting perspective, just as a side note, especially if there's anybody out there listening that, that, that uh, is related to this, there are opportunities to do consulting into institutions, uh, think tanks, uh, political parties, and so on. You know, I believe that I could probably have a bit of a shift there where maybe over time, I'm taking on different types of consulting projects. Now, if any of my current consulting clients are listening, please know I love you guys. This isn't like a big like, hey, and so tomorrow everything's changed. It's going to take time. I'm old enough to know these things take time. This is like a ship. It doesn't just turn on a dime. It's got to take some time to, to navigate to a new orientation. And you know, this will take a few years. But the email broadside launches November 1st, and I'm very excited about that. So I want to share that with you guys. would love to know what you think. Uh, if you are interested in checking out, you can go to the show notes, which are at mikegaston.com. Just click on the episode. Uh, you'll see it on the homepage. Just scroll down towards the bottom. There's a block where I've got all the recent podcast episodes. You can click that link uh, for episode number one, two, three. And uh, if you're interested and you don't want to go to the website to get the link, just go to mikegaston.com forward slash get broadside and uh, you can check it out. Now, if you haven't done so already, and I think most of you have, but sign up for my free newsletter as well. That's going to be pretty regular. That's what I'm going to do with the free newsletter. Anybody that's wondering, I'm dialing that back. So I'm going to actually email more often, 
but they're going to be shorter, tighter, a little bit more like infotainment, you know, kind of a, just a good little nugget that gives you a shot in the arm, maybe something interesting, inspiration, a little bit of entertainment, maybe something that's interesting. Uh, but they're going to be quick, quick hits, like a nice cup of coffee. You just need a little break. Just there's a cup of coffee. Boom. Back at it. Uh, whereas broadside will be these longer, deeper pieces that tackle all kinds of topics, strategy, culture, uh, sexuality, relationships, money, wealth, politics, theology. I'm just going deep on the things that really influence and impact our lives. And in doing so, I'm hoping to equip my readers to find more meaning, more success, and to be able to navigate uh, their way through this world. So guys, that's it. What do you think? I'd love to hear my email address, just mike at mikegaston.com. Shoot me a note. Love to hear from you. Love you guys. Love each and every one of you. I'm super grateful for you guys. Thank you for being there through thick and thin, up and down, year after year. Uh, This is just an amazing thing, and I'm excited to see where it goes. It's going to take time, but I'm excited. This is just, I just know this is, I can feel it in my bones. This is something good. So guys, I love you all, and I will catch you in the next episode. Thank you.